This is this is fine. This is fine. This, this is, is fine. fine. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. This is a poor substitute for therapy, but an excellent substitute for other podcasts. We're not like other podcasts. Join us as we find the answers to the universe's biggest questions like, is butter a carb? Does crying burn calories? And what the fuck am I doing with my life? We're here to be your part-time therapist, astrologer, concierge doctor, and fairy godmother. Do you need someone to validate you today? Cool, cool, cool. Come on in. We're fine. This is fine. Bonjour, buongiorno, buenos dias. Hi, everyone. It's Dominique. I got a few requests for some solo episodes, and because I'm a people pleaser, I immediately went to the studio upon request to record a few. I just want people to like me, okay? Just talking like this on my own has always been a touch awkward for me, so I think this is something that will evolve and grow, hopefully. But I'll start with some topics I'm familiar with that I get a lot of questions about. One of those most frequently asked about topics is how I am learning new languages as an adult. I thought this would be a cool way not only to share some tips and give you useful tools, but also to give you a peek under the hood of the three-ring circus that is my brain. A little backstory. Let's set the scene, set the tone. For reasons that are extremely unclear to me, I developed an obsession with Paris at a very young age. The fashion, the architecture, the food, the culture, and the history, the romanticized idea of it, the Coco Chanel of it all, the perfumery, and eventually the language. This was more than an Eiffel Tower poster on my Parisian pink bedroom walls. I desperately wanted to visit and explore this place that, in my young, sweet summer child mind, epitomized every cool and chic part of baby Dominique's personality. So obviously, when it came time to select a language in high school and everyone was taking Spanish because we live in San Diego and it was clearly the most practical choice, I said fuck that and sprinted to sign up for French 1. I was voted best dressed in my middle school yearbook, for God's sakes. If I was going to continue being a fashion icon, I had to be fluent en français as well. I told you I'm crazy. By the time I graduated high school, I had completed four years of honors level and AP French, but for some stupid... And again, very unclear reason, I stopped there. I didn't have a language requirement at USC, and in a very idiotic move on the precipice of fluency, I halted my path dead in its tracks. Fast forward 10 years, I've got a couple trips to Paris under my belt at this point, (laughs) humble brag, and I'm preparing for a trip to St. Barts, (laughs) humble brag, which, if you're unfamiliar, is a part of the French West Indies. It's a French-speaking island in the Caribbean. It's bougie, and I'm not trying to flex or anything. This is just how it all happened. I had another trip to France planned for a couple months after St. Bart's, and I figured this was just the perfect time to get back on the linguistics wagon. So where does one start with a language as an adult? (laughs) With Duolingo, naturally. I'm actually serious. Have you seen their TikToks? (laughs) Oh, my God. But seriously, I'm going to break this up into parts, and we're going to start with part one, apps. I will say, for all its faults and the things that people make fun of, Duo is actually a really solid tool just for getting the ball rolling and practicing specific skills. It reinforces certain grammatical rules and conjugations without going through a traditional lesson, painstakingly memorizing those rules, etc. So in that way, it's really unique and I think useful. But at this juncture that I'm speaking about in past tense, Duolingo wasn't enough for me, and because I am certifiably insane, usually in a fun way, I needed more than that. So the next step for me was downloading more apps. App 1, Busu, B-U-S-U-U, if you're looking it up. I actually love and highly recommend this app. 
I haven't used it in a while because I finished the curriculum in 2019, but I imagine it is still similar. You have a structured curriculum that's based on the CEFR levels. That's Common European Framework of References for Languages. <laughs> Think A0, A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. From what I can remember, I got through B2 on BUSU, and that was the end of the line. They probably have updated since then, TBD, I don't really know, but what I loved is that native French speakers corrected my spoken and written exercises, and then I could return the favor for anyone learning English. You can do that for whatever your native language is, whatever language you're learning. There's no obligation to do so, but it was easy and usually quite quick. It gave a sense of community, which I really loved. There's a limited free option, but it's $70 for a year of premium. Highly recommend. App two is Drops. I used this app for vocabulary exercises and memorization. Think like digital flashcards. This app, like Duolingo, has a free option with some ads and some limitations. It's available in over 40 languages, so it'll likely be useful whether you're learning French, Mandarin, Spanish, or any other language that sparks your interest. There were other apps, but these were the primary ones that really helped. I will say that I did not love Rosetta Stone's app, and I paid for premium. It just didn't do it for me, so I stopped using it almost immediately. And I still use Duolingo to this day. I was recently informed that I was doing Duolingo in a club. So there's that. Okay, so that was apps. Part one, check. Next up, part two, entertainment. This is one of the most fun and engaging methods of learning a language because it mimics immersion if you're unable to truly immerse yourself by visiting or staying in another country. Getting started, I found an intermediate-level podcast called Inner French, whose host Hugo exclusively speaks in French at an intermediate level with very clear dictation and a slightly slower pace versus à la vitesse parisienne, mile-a-minute Parisian French. It covers a diverse array of really interesting topics, all of it in French, so you can start to infer definitions of words you don't fully grasp. Really, it's so close to the immersion method, so if you're learning French, I would strongly recommend you go check out Hugo's channel. If you're learning something else, try researching Intermediate Insert Language Here podcast to see what comes up and what's delivered in a similar format. After the podcast, I also created a playlist of French music and ended up discovering some of my new favorite artists. If you're on Spotify, you can find my Très Cool playlist. It's public. It's great. It's educational. It's fun. You're going to love it. So music in your language of choice is clutch. I actually talked to a friend of mine from Vietnam who said that this was her preferred way of learning English, too. Then there's movies and TV. There are several ways to go about this, and I recommend you try all of them. Just throw it all at a wall and see what sticks. One, watch TV shows from the country of the language you're studying. So for me, I watch the French TV series like 10%, which is called My Agent, Planqueur, which is the hookup plan, Le Bazar de la Charité, which is the Bonfire of Destiny, and a few others. I watched them with French subtitles the first time around, after I'd watched with English subtitles to see how well I understood on round one. And finally, I'd watch with no subtitles to see what I could retain without the training wheels. As I said, there's a three-ring circus absolutely popping off under my skull. Welcome to the show. Number two, add French or insert your language here, subtitles to your current favorite shows, American or otherwise. Number three, Watch Disney movies or something you know by heart from your childhood in your language of choice. Harry Potter also works for this one. So we covered podcasts, music, movies, and TV. Lastly, there are some books and written material. I downloaded Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone in French. Harry Potter à l'école des sorciers. <laughs> 
I'm like halfway through it. It's a bit of a rough one with the made-up words. Also, French has like a verb tense that is only used in literature because of course it does. So that was another layer of fun. All right, so we got entertainment down. Part three, actual school. (laughs) So the first two parts are very DIY, figuring stuff out on your own. I wanted to buckle down after my two trips. I felt like I had some good momentum. I decided to sign up at a local community college for an intermediate level course. This was an enlightening experience in more than one way, but I realized that the format of education here is not necessarily optimized to help you speak a language quickly, but rather to get a good grade by meeting a certain criteria. That was pretty frustrating for me, to be honest. So after that semester, I decided to look elsewhere on my linguistic voyage. I then found the San Diego French American School. I emailed to ask if they had tutoring or adult classes, found out they did, and I got into a very small class, which I loved, in late January 2020. So after a few weeks of coursework, that switched over to Zoom and eventually stopped outright. Finally, I was able to begin private tutoring with a teacher from that school, and that has been the most helpful. I realized that private tutoring is very much a privilege and not accessible to everyone. It depends on your budget and how big of a goal this is for you, but if you can find some one-on-one tutoring or small group classes within your budget, this will definitely accelerate your progress and hold you accountable. That way you keep up with your studies. There are a ton of sites online that can help you connect with a virtual or in-person teacher. So that is the three-pronged approach to how I have improved my language skills with French in particular over the last couple of years. I also, obviously, am visiting France and French-speaking areas as much as possible to practice speaking and further the immersion. Again, very much a privilege, and that is not in everyone's budget. So I don't want to recommend travel as one of the core components because you truly don't need a huge budget to start learning. You could do it all for free or on the cheap, depending on your access to music, movies, TV, etc. If you can travel, obviously go for that. That's a wonderful opportunity, but I want to be accessible here. One thing I would say to keep in mind, a lot of people say that it's so much harder to learn a language as an adult. To quote my high school self, fuck that. Yes, you can acknowledge that some things are more challenging as we age, but you can also say hell nah to that narrative and accept that you are as young and mentally nimble as you want to be. Learning a language does absolute wonders for your brain. It sharpens your cognitive abilities, strengthens your neural networks. In essence, it makes you smarter and slows the aging of your mind. Also, being multilingual is sexy as hell. It also enriches your traveling experience. Having the opportunity to interact with new people on my travels has been an exceptional gift. It deepens that connection with the culture and the overall experience of your trip. Personally, I am not stopping with French, although I am putting the majority of my focus there so I can get close to fluency as quickly as possible. I am also starting to learn Japanese, Mandarin, Spanish and Italian, and I am dabbling with a couple others to see what sticks. I told you you were going to get to know me a little better. Enfin, s'il y a quelqu'un qui écoute maintenant qui veut pratiquer avec moi, envoyez-moi un message sur Instagram ou un courriel. J'adorerais parler avec vous. Arigato gozaimasu. Grazie mille. Cheche. Gracias. Merci beaucoup. And thank you for listening. I truly hope this was helpful. If you learned something today, send me a note. Let me know what you think, what you want to learn next. I am F-I-N-E at thisisfinepodcast.com. Now go forth and learn languages, my gorgeous, gorgeous children. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of This Is Fine. I've been your host, Dominique Michelle Astorino. We're based in San Diego, recording in studio at DLI Productions in Pacific Beach with Emmy Award-winning sound designer, Dan De La Isla. 
This is a comedy and advice podcast, but for legal reasons, this entire podcast is a joke and none of it is medical advice. To download the transcript or learn more, visit thisisfinepodcast.com. 